0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 68, and I'm really excited today to share with you another post inside of our Facebook group, our private TAS community, which is awesome. If I haven't said that before, I'm going to be actually doing a case study here, okay? And the title to this podcast episode is the $500 product test that validated a winner. And I'm really excited about this because one of our members inside the group wrote this extensive post and shared step by step what he did by following the podcast, but just being kind of like motivated and saying like you know what I'm going to give myself a certain budget I'm going to put this stuff into into place and I'm going to see what happens and that's exactly what he's done so I'm actually going to go through the entire thread that he wrote I'll go through some of the comments and then I'll give you some of my thoughts but I think it's going to be very inspiring motivational and also show you that you know what if you do something you will get results You might just learn from the results. It might not be money-in-the-pocket results, but it's going to be definitely a learning process, and that's really what I want to cover in today's episode. So before we do dive into that, I wanted to uh, mention two things. Number one, if you are brand new and you are just getting started in this, then I would recommend you head over and sign up for our next live workshop, and that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop totally free, I go through and I break down the five phases for getting started in this business and actually showing you step-by-step how to pick a product, how to source a product, how to build a pre-launch list, how to launch a product, and then how to promote the product. And then I also hang around for live Q&A at the end. So it's it's like an extension of the podcast, but it's actually condensed into an hour and a half where I can actually walk you through step by step. So if you want to join me in on that, go ahead, head over there to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop and sign up to the upcoming event. Now, if you already have joined me on one of those, then come over and hang out again. You're more than welcome to. You guys all know that I hang on a long time for the live Q and a, and I answer as many questions as I can. So if you want to go over there and check that out and hang out with us, you're more than welcome. All right. So the other thing I want to mention real quick before we dive in is I wanted to uh, give a shout out to one of our iTunes listeners, because Hey, without you guys, I wouldn't stay motivated. You guys are out there, you know, taking a little bit of time to let me know that this is impacting you. And, uh, that's really what I want to, uh, to really, I guess, focus on for me—that's that's what I need to stay motivated. So uh, let me go ahead and uh, read this one here from A Hong, and the the uh, title is Scott. You are the man. All caps. Five stars. I've been listening to your podcast for the past few months, and I am absolutely hooked. I look forward to hearing new ones as they come out every other day. Helps me helps my week go by faster. Also, the TAS Facebook community is phenomenal. Do not buy any courses and waste your money. Everything you need to know about PL is, is here in Scott's podcast. Keep up the good work. Cheers. So I want to thank you, A-Hong. Probably didn't pronounce that right again, guys. I totally apologize. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to write that. And I, you know, I just love it that I'm able to go out there and connect and also mentioning the TAS Facebook community. I don't think we talk about that enough. And I think today's podcast is actually, again, I think it's proof that there's so much value in this in this community that was built around the podcast. A lot of support there, a lot of like-minded people, and people at all different stages in the process. And it just goes to show you when you surround yourself with like-minded people, people that are going after what you want to go after, it's just that much easier, right? It's just that much easier. All right, so now that I've uh, thanked my iTunes Peeps, uh, let's go ahead and talk about, and, and I want to share with you this case study um, from one of our TAS community members. So, again, I'm going to be reading this. It's fairly long. I'm going to go ahead and also leave a link to this, uh, to this. Post inside of the show notes. So if you want to see the exact post, and if you wanted to even go over there and comment or read through the comments, you're more than welcome to. So it was submitted by Chris Gaston, and uh, he's got a little, uh, uh, you know, a little uh, face there saying feeling excited. Okay, so here we go, and I'm going to read this. So like I said, if I skip, uh, if I skip around a little bit, I apologize. Um, reading was not my strong point in school, um, so. Bear with me. All right. So, Scott, a few weeks ago, I listened to episode 35, where you talked about testing a product with a small order from AliExpress. I got really excited and took it almost as a challenge. So I am dubbing this strategy as, and this is all caps, by the way, the Amazing Seller Challenge. I gave myself a budget of $500. This includes everything, buying product, shipping it from China, preparing it for FBA, shipping to FBA, automated emails, and running my PPC campaign. I found a product that was selling on Amazon pretty well. I ordered 50 units from AliExpress and landed it in the Amazon warehouse for about $4 per unit. Product plus shipping from China, prepping for FBA, and shipping to Amazon. I'm making a profit of $10 per unit, which means $200 in product will yield me a profit of $500. Since this was a new listing, my goal was to average one to two units per day, which meant I would sell out of inventory in 25 to 50 days. My goal is to sell out in 30 days. This is awesome too, by the way, guys. I mean, what I want to point out here is, is this is clear. This is precise. This is a plan. This is a strategy that this person, Chris, put into place and followed. It's, it's taking action at work right here, guys. This is taking action. And, you know, I've had some people after I posted that episode, episode 35, that is, that said, you know, oh, but the products over there are too expensive. How can I do it if it's, you know, everybody's going over there and doing it and this, that, and it's just like, to me, it's excuses, excuses, excuses. Okay. Chris said, you know what? I'm going to go find a product that I can because you're right. There isn't every product over there that's going to be the right fit. You know, but there is some that is going to be able to allow you to validate the product idea before you go invest a large sum of money on a huge batch of inventory, okay? All right, so let's continue. I created an optimized listing, and when they arrived, I labeled them and sent them to FBA. I decided to label them myself because 50 units does not take long to label, and since I had a budget, I wanted to pour that money into my PPC campaign. I know feedback and reviews are important, so I went ahead and set up Feedback Genius for my email follow-up and opted for the free plan of 100 emails per month. There you go. I mean, look at that. Again, being creative, right? Thinking, I'm going to label these myself. It's going to be a little bit of my time, but I'm going to save a little bit of money. I'm going to put that money. I'm going to roll it into the actual pay-per-click because obviously Chris knows the value of pay-per-click. Okay? I modified your email sequence to fit within my budget since Feedback Genius gives you 100 emails per month on the free plan. I squashed the first email and the second into one email that is sent when the product is out for delivery. And I sent the thank you email two days after the product is delivered. Of course, if they leave positive feedback, then I manually send them one last email to ask them to leave a product review. Now, Chris is doing exactly what I've already said, except he cut out that first email, which is fine. And actually, you could just cut out that first email if you wanted to and just do the second and the third totally fine. You're going to get the same benefits. It's just, there's a couple of different touch points there, but because he's on a budget and he wants to preserve those emails that he gets for free, well, then he's being smart about it. Okay. So let's go ahead and, uh, and and let me just point this out too. If you have not, I'll leave links to all this stuff, but if you have not checked out the, uh, email sequence that I send out and how I go about getting feedback to to the, uh, to the review, um, you can head over to the amazing seller.com forward slash email. And you'll see that entire sequence, you'll see the templates, all that stuff that he's talking about. Okay, so, uh, okay, let me pick up here now where I left off. This inventory went active last Sunday. So I turned on PPC this week and no reviews, okay? So no reviews, just turned it on, okay? I usually wait till about five reviews, but okay, here we're just going through this process here. I probably should have gotten some reviews from friends and family, but the whole point of this experiment was to see if the product would sell. And if it can sell without reviews, then it will only convert better when I get reviews. True, very very true. That's good good thought process there, Chris. Okay, I turned on the auto targeting PPC campaign and in the first 5 days I have sold 8 units. I will examine the PPC data this weekend and create a PPC campaign that uses the keywords that are converting. I have validated that they will sell and I will probably be out of inventory in the next 25 to 30 days. So right here again, Chris is using the exact strategy that I've outlined that I've used about starting with an auto campaign, then seeing what words convert, and then from there creating a secondary campaign. Uh, again, that's another, uh, again, and I'll, I'll leave these links inside of the show notes rather than me just giving you all of these links, but there's actually uh, the exact strategy that I use that he's following along with here. So if you're brand new and you don't know about that yet, um, I'll leave that in the show notes here. Okay, so. This is what he said next. So I figured I better find a permanent supplier. I found a supplier who makes the exact same unit I bought on AliExpress. I ordered two samples last night to verify that they are the same quality. If they are good quality, then I will private label it and place a larger order next week. The order will take 25 to 30 days to arrive. However, the supplier does sell the generic units and can have those to me within a few days. So I can always buy another 50 to get me through until my large PL order is ready. Let me just put a little side note in here, Chris. You could have did is you could have just created your own even like a label that went over the branding depending on the product that is, and you could have even had those printed and then when those uh, products arrived, you could have labeled over top of the actual brand name um or you know the brand name meaning their generic brand and then this way here you would wouldn't run into any issues of other people coming on and then hijacking the listing because it's the identical product that they're finding on Aliexpress. Um of course you don't have to do that just a little side note there I felt that I should add because that's an option okay All right so um here is uh, the numbers let's see what the numbers are I'm scrolling here that's why I'm pausing Okay here was my original budget land product in FBA warehouse 200 bucks PPC campaign 300 bucks feedback genius 100 emails a month 0 dollars So you can see there, he's allocated all of this stuff and stayed within the budget, okay? I am profiting $10 per unit, so I will make a profit of $500, which appears as break-even, but you have to look at what what has happened. One, I validated the product will sell, and I did not lose any money. Two, the product was not ranked and is now ranked in the top 50,000 BSR for the category after eight sales in five days. If I had more inventory, I could spike sales and run promotions to help my BSR. Three, I can take the profits, roll it into a larger purchase from AliExpress, 100 units instead of 50 units. Four, since I know they sell, I could take the profits, which cover 50% of a $500 unit order, and private label it. This stuff really works, okay? So I love it how Chris broke everything down. I mean, this right here is just step by step what has what he's done, what he's worked through, what he's planning to do in the future, okay? And I just love it that it's a validation process. It's not so much a money-making um, process right now. Okay, so next he goes on to say, so now I'm throwing out what I am calling the amazing seller challenge to anyone that wants to start selling on Amazon but has not taken action to do it. Okay. Give yourself a $500 budget, find a product that is selling on Amazon, and try to source it from AliExpress for $200 to $250. This should include shipping from China, prepping it for FBA, and sending to FBA. I opted for the cheapest shipping from China, which was $25 total or $0.50 per unit. It took a little longer, but I was doing this on a budget. You will need the remaining $250 to $300 for pay-per-click. For those that are making excuses and say, I don't have an extra 500 I don't know your situation, but find those things that you spend money on without thinking and cut back for one to two months. If you are buying Starbucks coffee every day, then you're spending $150 to $300 per month. If you eat out three times a week, then you are spending $120 to $240 per month. Are you a smoker? Cut down one to two packs per week and you and you can save 22 to $44 per month. I think you get the idea. Now is the time. This is all caps, by the way. Go forth and press your garlic. Man, I'll tell you what, Chris, I should have had you write this um, for the blog because this is like a blog post, a really, really detailed, great one. And I'm really planning on uh, having you do follow-ups. So please continue this. Um, I know everyone is very intrigued. They're very motivated. They're curious. Um, I'm curious to see where this leads. And I love it how you stress that it's all about taking action. And you know what? whether it worked or not, you learned the process through everything. You learned how everything kind of fit together, how it worked. And I love it that you didn't even run a promotion. You didn't even do a giveaway and you still were able to get results. Um, let me just read a few of these comments. Um, Jill says, um, you rock for doing all of this and providing, uh, providing all of this for us. I accept the challenge. So Jill's going to go ahead and give it a shot. Um, now uh, let me see here. Another one here comes in from Rob Fortney Jr. Says, I use this strategy as often as I can so that I can test products viability. Sounds like you got a winner. I would rather test four products for 2500 than one at $2,500. If, you if you're stuck on the fence, get off of it. Everyone can do this, just like Chris. The clowns know it all, um, especially how to knock everyone else's ideas. I, I agree, Rob, I And mean, Rob, Rob's not just someone that's uh, been dabbling in this. He's been at this for a while. You guys may have seen him post in our group. He, I think he even has his own group. Um, but yeah, Rob understands too that, you know, five products, 500 bucks a piece, your chances of finding one that's going to stick is a lot easier than just investing 2,500 in one product. I agree with that as well. Um, so, uh, let me just, I'll give you a couple more. There's a bunch of comments too here. If you guys want to head over here, I'll leave the link inside of the podcast, um, show notes. Um, but uh, let's see here. What was the other one? Um, okay, so this one here. Uh, Maria says, "Great. One question: Wouldn't it be better to spend those three hundred dollars on pay per click on giveaways or promotions? Wouldn't that help better for ranking your keywords? Just curious. I want to answer that question. The answer to me is probably not, because here's the thing: If you give those units away, yes, you have a potential to uh, you have a potential to get reviews." And you do get sales. um, But most likely, depending on if you're going through a service or something, they're gonna use, uh, you know, like a keyword generated URL, which could give you some boost into your ranking. But the long term play, pay per click, all of the keywords that are converting through pay per click are totally 100% legit. Amazon is always gonna give you credit for them. So for me personally, I like being able to use the pay-per-click with this small of an amount of inventory. Now, moving forward, I would say I would do both. I would take and, and allocate at least 100 units so I could give them away and drip them out maybe 15 or 20 per day and then go ahead and get that review process in line because I think then that's gonna help you convert on your on your pay-per-click campaigns. So um, the answer is with what he's done with the small amount, I would say pay-per-click was was perfect. Um, and then secondly, on the next batch coming through, I would allocate, I would take some of that money and reinvest it, obviously, and then give away 50 or 75 or 100 units to then try to, yes, boost the BSR, but the BSR boost is is short-lived the real value here from a giveaway to me is getting the reviews by getting the reviews. That's going to help you convert higher when you do run pay-per-click because people like to see reviews on listings and not just be the first to rank this item or to review this item. So, um, good question though. Okay. Um, and actually Gene Larson says down below, um, I say, no, Maria, you actually need both. And that's kind of what I just said here. Um, so, you know, I would I would say, guys, go over to this particular post on the Facebook group. Um, it is a private group, it's free. If you are a listener, you can go ahead and uh, head over there and join that group. You have to be approved, but it usually takes a couple of hours. Um, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash. F is in Frank, B is in Boy. That's for Facebook, um, or you can just head over to this particular blog post or podcast that is, and this episode is sixty-eight. So you can find the show notes to this at theamazingseller.com forward slash sixty-eight. So I want to thank uh, Chris so much because this right here is is just it, this is an epic post that should be pinned uh, or should be highlighted, and I'm going to probably, um, like I said, I'm going to link this up in the show notes, and I'll be referring back to this from time to time because I think that it's definitely something that we should implement as far as, you know, coming up with some type of challenge, some type of of thing where we're able to self-motivate, you know, each other but ourselves, and and by doing these little challenges, it kind of uh, gets you kind of where everyone kind of starts at the same place, and then from there, we can kind of move along this path and this journey, and we can share results. Not everyone is going to get these results. You may do this, and the product might not sell, but you know what? That's a good thing, because then we know not to invest a whole bunch of money into this particular idea or this particular business, so you know you don't necessarily. Um, I wouldn't say that it's a failure if it didn't work. Um, but you know I've talked about it before. Like I said in episode number thirty-five, the other guy that has done really well with this model was Tayson Whitaker, who I had interviewed, and um, he was doing products that were oversized as well. They they weren't even uh, you know a smaller item. And what he, what he had done is the exact same thing. He started with one item, sold it, took the profit, reinvested it, bought four more, and then reinvested it, bought eight more, and then just kept scaling up. And now he's buying pallets. Um, and you know, I have another good friend of mine, um, a seller right now, who started using this same exact thing. He bought items that weren't even branded with his uh, particular brand. They were generic brands did this exact same thing, then once he knew that it was working, he went ahead and private labeled it, branded, did all of that stuff, and now he's consistently selling um, that particular product on Amazon every single day. And he's using pay-per-click heavily, he's using promotions heavily, and he's just following the system. But like I said, I wanted to highlight this because I think it's important for us to, to see that you know, with taking action, things happen. And like I said, it could be a failure, meaning, and I don't look at any, I don't look at anything that doesn't work as a failure. I look at it as a lesson learned and what am I going to do differently next time? And you know what? And realize that, you know, it, it kind of helped, you know, us or you or me to not make a mistake of going further into this market right? It, it, it stopped us from going down that road, but we learned a lot in the process. So you always got to walk away with a learning, uh, you know, or a lesson learned from whatever you do. And without testing these things, kind of like Rob said, right? If you test five products, the chances are one of them is going to stick and maybe the other four aren't. So then you just drop those four and focus on the one that worked, you know? So that's a, another way of thinking about, you know, starting this business or, you know, growing this business is by testing products and seeing which ones are going to stick and which ones aren't. And again, I I want to go back to what Chris has shown here is that just he created a plan, right? He created a basic plan. He gave himself a budget. He gave himself a deadline. All of these things are key, right? When all of us are sitting here thinking about what's my brand name going to be, what's my website going to look like? you know, should I have a YouTube channel? Uh, You know, how am I going to sell up my, or how am I going to run pay-per-click? I I don't have a product yet, but I I do need to know that, so maybe I should start learning about pay-per-click. You know, all of these things that you're thinking about what you want to do that you aren't even there yet. So by creating the plan, you go down the road of, you know. Each thing has its time. Each thing has, you know, the process that you're going to need to go through. And that's why I decided to do the workshop because I wanted to take people through the journey, through the steps That I broke down that I go through every single time that I want to launch a new product and these things are going to change a little bit but it's from things that I've done the first time that I change and I do differently the second time and then I might change again the third time but what I do on the workshop is I break down the five phases you know finding the product ideas and then from there validating in a sense you know is it going to work then from there sourcing the product and then from there building a pre-launch list so I can be ready you know, for when I get my product and then launching the product and then promoting the product, you know, but this here is actually, and I talk about it a little bit in the workshop, but it's just another way that you can validate without having to shell out a ton of money. And I love it how Chris also said, you know, uh, you know, people making excuses, like I don't have the money, you know, but yet you're buying that $5 cup of coffee every day, or you're smoking a pack of cigarettes, you know, every single day or two packs and, you know, cut it back. You know, it's, again, it's, what's more important to you is is the why for the freedom or whatever that you're trying to do is that worth you to sacrifice, you know, a month or two of one of your habits that you want to have that's not even really a good habit let's say or maybe that, you know, that drink that you have or that that cocktail that you bought for $6 at dinner that you could have had a glass of water whatever, right? These are the things that he was saying which I agree 100% with is there's always these excuses 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 that's all they are you know instead of coming up with excuses come up with solutions what is the solution for you to be able to try and test this business model out to see if it's going to work for you because if it does work for you it's life-changing right it, it could change the direction of your life all right so I'm going on a little bit of a tangent there I apologize again for that I know a lot of you say Scott don't apologize we love the 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 rants and the tangents but I get on that because there's so many excuses out there. And again, that's why I go back to there's really only 1% maybe 2% of people that will actually take action and succeed. I, I you know, there's a lot of people that will take the initial action but they won't follow through because they don't get the results they want in the beginning. And I think that the people that, you know, they persevere and and, and they they press on, they're the ones that are going to really, you know, be able to see results over time and if they really know how to analyze it. And that's why I want to bring attention to that. I want to help more people, you know, have the lifestyle that they want you know? And, you know, I just, I'll tell you a quick little story and then we'll get off this, but I just had a guy the other day knock on my door and he came up and he was selling, trying to sell me solar panels and real nice guy. And, uh, you know, and I'm always polite to people that are trying to solicit to me because I know it takes a lot for them to do it as long as they're, you know, cool about it. But he was cool about it. And I told him, I says, listen, I go, I don't really want to take up too much of your time. I go, I'm going to be moving in a year and a half. And, and he goes, Oh, well, where are you going? I go, I'm going to be going to either North Carolina, South Carolina. So, Somewhere that way. And he's like, Oh, beautiful area. He goes, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for you to put solar panels on it. You know, you usually, usually, takes take some time before you can, you know, kind of recoup your investment, this, that, any other thing. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, why, you know, why, why are you leaving? Are you going cause of work? And I go, well, actually I, I can work anywhere. I work from home. He goes, Oh man, I envy you. And right there, I thought for a second, you know, I, I do understand what I have, and sometimes i do need to be reminded but that person was looking at me as though like man you've got what i want and i'm so i'm so envious of you because that's what a lot of people want i mean they want the freedom to be able to live where they want to do what they want and to just live life and again i'm i'm not on the topic here of you know picking a product or launching a product but it is important i think to understand that if you really want this if you really want the freedom if you really want to build a business that can support your lifestyle this is one model it's not the only model but it is a model that i'm currently using that's helping that's helping my bottom line obviously it's definitely adding a pretty good number at the bottom line of my year it's not my only source of income but it is a pretty good size one but again it's just, I want to I try to motivate more people to take action because you just don't know what's around the corner. I mean, you may have knocked on nine, 10 doors and you gave up, but if you would have just knocked on the 11th door, that could have been the one that said yes, all right? So, all right, I'm going to end on that. I got that out of my system. I hope that you guys understand that I really do want this for you and I want you guys to understand that, you know, Chris putting that out there, I think is again, a way for anyone to see that this is possible. Okay. So that is pretty much going to wrap up this episode a little bit different. I like these though. So if you are a member in the Facebook group and you have a success story or something that you did and it didn't work and you learned something from it, post that as well. And I'm going to start sharing more of these as we move forward because I think a lot of you like to hear these stories. You'd like to see what has worked, what hasn't worked, and I want to do more of these because I think we all learn through this process, and it's also motivating, encouraging, and it just it keeps us going. Um, so once again, I want to remind you about the workshop. If you're brand new and you wanted to actually hang out with me one night and uh, kind of go through this stuff step by step, I chunk it right down. You can head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash workshop and you can see uh, the next one coming up there and uh, also if you wanted to head over to the Facebook group uh, that we're talking about right here you can uh, check that out at theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank B as in Boy so that's going to wrap it up remember I'm here for you I'm rooting for you I believe in you I know you can do this I do okay but like Chris said we have to do one pretty big thing and what is that take action take action Take care. Talk to you later.